Free Your Mind is a podcast show that covers a range of topics from buzzing media headlines, hot trends on social media space, music, and social issues. Myself and a group of co-hosts will meet to give our hot, sometimes unfiltered opinions on and takes on these issues. We are hosted by the Gold Coast Report. Find us on your favorite podcast player and follow us on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind and on Instagram at The Gold Coast Report. We also have a website, thegoldcoastreport.com, where you can find other podcasts on our network. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. I'm Komo. I'm here with Maya. Hi Maya, what's up? Hi, I'm good. Um, we have a guest today. Not not particularly a guest, but I mean still a guest on Free Your Mind. So I'll let her introduce herself. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Kes. <laughs> Kes from the other room podcast. Yeah, Kes from the other room. Yeah. <laughs> so all fans of the other room listening to Free Your Mind right now. Kes is alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, let's just get straight to business. Um, as I said two episodes ago, because you're in the election year, we would sort of pick up bits and pieces of the manifesto promises by both parties and then give our opinions on that. So, I'll move straight into. <clears throat> the manifesto promise of NDC and it says agenda 1 million jobs in the first term. The flag bearer says he will create 1 million jobs, sustainable jobs when he comes into power. I mean, this is straightforward, but um, yeah, what are your opinions on that? Yes, you want to go first? I mean, politics is just a dirty game. I I can't even I can't even believe anything that they say. But this is just too funny. One million jobs. Where where sustainable jobs? What does it mean by sustainable jobs? Where where is he going to get these jobs from? What? I know that there are lots of job creation that can happen, but still, like one million. Mm-mm. Mm, I don't believe him at all. <laughs> I don't believe it. I just, I just can't do with this at all. Politics, oh gosh. Uh, I think that's all you have to say. <laughs> you don't have anything more to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. My, Maya, what do you have to say about that? One million jobs. I mean, not that it's far fetched because we actually are losing Ghana, and I'm just thinking back to how they said the same thing with Zoom Lion, like how they brought out Zoom Lion just to create jobs. And I'm mm. like, I see where he's going with this. But ask her, say, like, what is a sustainable job? And second, how much are you paying? Because when you land, yeah. everybody, it's very, I'm not saying it's very easy, but it's very, in in, theor- in theory, it's very easy to create one million jobs in Ghana, whether it's for picking up rubbish or having people clean up certain things or doing things mm. in general. It's very possible. But just like what happened with the Zoom Lion, how much has it been paid? How sustainable is it going to be? What like what um, structures will be put in place to ensure that when these people have the jobs, they would as in launch what have I mean? Like, longevity how, to the longevity job they have. Jobs, yeah, pay as well. Because people are still doing Zoom Lion. Zoom Lion has created jobs, but it's like 
they don't feel worthy in their in this in that job they are in. Secondly, mm. let's look at when Akufado came. Akufado created jobs for his family members. <laughs> so <laughs> who else is going to also get no, who's also going to get the jobs if they have this whole agenda one million? They may bring out like a lot of jobs, but again, who is also going to get the job? So for me, I'm like in yeah. maybe not one million, but in theory it's like it's possible to create a lot of jobs in Ghana, but realistically, mm. who's going to get it? How are they going to be paid? And what infrastructure shall be put in place to ensure that they'll, they'll be working, they'll be protected, smith contributions, all these things. And that's where for me, I'm like side eyeing like agenda one million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. <laughs> I don't, I really don't think they've thought that far into it. I no, feel like they it's don't. Yeah, it's just a promise. They just write. They just write things. They really do. Yeah. For me, it's just. I, and uh, my fear also is um mm-hmm. ghosts. Um, what do you call it? Ghost uh, names. Ghost names. Yes. It's going to be like half half a million ghost names, and then if <laughs> it's even possible. <laughs> <laughs> well. I think, I think, as you said, they've not really thought into this. I think, no. for me personally, I think that people really don't understand how jobs are created, honestly. I yeah. Mean, um, I can give a simple example. Like, jobs are being created every day from things that come out. Like, look at the social media craze that's all over. We have influencers yeah. now. Those are jobs that 10 years ago you never thought would be jobs people would solely rely on. Yeah. So instead of thinking of creating one million jobs, why don't you try and create good ecosystems that would in turn free jobs from certain places so that you don't have everybody thinking that jobs are things that you wake up and wear suit and tie to. But jobs are things you can create like in that sense. But hey, Charlie, yeah. maybe I'm cutting them to my slack. And then that one million jobs, they could take five hundred thousand people and drop them all over these government agencies we have, and there's a lot of them. So, yeah. I think, like, if they really want to be smart, like even was helping with farming is giving them a job. So for me, I feel like it's very possible. I'm just, I just want to know exactly, like, and that's what that's the problem with manifestos. You can't really go into detail in your manifesto until you come into power, mm-hmm. but. If you go into detail, then we, we can see, oh, you know what, this may be feasible or, or this, you are taking too much on your shoulders or we just can't see happening. But that's not what manifest is about. Manifest is about promises and what those attractive promises into Let's see what they will do if they come into power. One million jobs. So let's move to the other side <laughs> of the two party, which is the MPP. And this is short. They are saying they will continue to improve financing of governance and anti-corruption MDAs. Now, MDAs is just short for ministries, departments, and agencies. So they are going to improve financing of these three key key places: ministries, departments, and agencies to support and fight corruption. Do you think it's the right thing to do or yes or no, basically? I feel like I'm guessing Yeah, finance them. So, yeah, finance, give them more money to be able to run themselves. Because, I mean, basically, you need money to run as a, as a ministry, a department, or an agency. So, agency in terms of charge, um, public um, accountability, 
commission if i'm not if i'm not wrong departments like um the attorney general department and all of that ministry like ministry yeah, of defense the ministry. yeah they are going to just finance them so i'm sure probably i'm going to give them more money to employ more capable people or some in a way to fight corruption do you think this is is the right way to fight corruption as a country i really don't think so fighting no financing have have you guys been to the ministry? It's not yes, they need to be what's the name upgraded, but they have money. They have money. Yeah. The money is going to exist. They make a lot of money. So like I don't know if you saw my face. It's for me, it's just baffling me. So what you're going to pump in more money so that people can what? Get more money, you want to buy. Yeah. Do more, <laughs> and you know the key word for me is continue, which means they're already doing it. Yeah, yeah, they're already doing it. So <laughs> just finding ways, more ways to make more money. Like ministerial positions, so you keep on wondering. Like, okay, let's look at the manifesto as a whole. There are so many things that they are supposed to put money towards, and one of the things includes ministries. <laughs> like maybe departments fine, agencies fine, because we have I'm getting jobs to you and all those things. Maybe they need support. But ministry me, that's my problem. That is my problem. Because they have a lot of money. What do they need more money for? When there are other things like health and education that need like more money to be pumped into to fight corruption. But well, technically, the health and education they are also under the ministries. They are also under yeah, departments. So we have Ministry of Health, like, GHS. We have GES, we have Ministry of Education, so... Yeah, but you see if you are pumping money into, into health and education, GES, to help health and education, that's fine. But yes, if you are pumping into ministries and agents to help fight corruption. Yeah. Yeah, so... All those, all those are the MDAs. Yeah. So, agencies <laughs> that are responsible for fighting corruption. So, let's say if... um. You, there's a corruption case leveled against you. Obviously, it's you versus the state, if I'm right. So, it's the attorney general that's going to prosecute you. You are going to be like their defendant, and then the state is going to be the plaintiff, if I'm sure. So, obviously, the attorney general department is going to be the one to fight that corruption. So, they and might... also, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to play the also, over here. corruption, so, so... right? Yeah. <laughs> fight against corruption who are the most corrupt people it's them they are the corrupt ones it's not us they are the ones they are the ones who are taking bribes from us and from other people and everything so how exactly are they going to fight corruption do you get what i mean yeah with this they are the ones kind of involved finances. in corruption yes they're going to pump okay. in money so that they can fight corruption meanwhile they're just going to steal their money and still engage in corruption okay so, they, are, they are forever corrupt so it's clear that I mean, that manifesto promise isn't the right way to go. In a few no. words, I guess, what do you think they should do in a way to quickly try and fight corruption? Because, I mean, corruption is not going to end in a day. But what do you think they should do? Know. <laughs> do I really don't know. Do? I feel like it's um, better than us, like, so much. that Even us now, as we say that, oh, um, corruption is not good. When you get into it, you will do the same thing. Because if you say that, Oh, uh, when I go, I'm going to change things. I'm sorry, you won't move on in life. <laughs> they'll just sideline you, and they'll still do the thing. So, so it's it's a dead thing. Like, don't bother yourself. Don't kill yourself. 
when you get there, you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, if you get there, do you, do you. <laughs> Rita, what do you have to say about that? What do you think they should do? Like, honestly, try and fight for us. There's nothing they can do or should do. Our kids, it's embedded in our system. It's embedded in every gov- gov- government, actually, across the world. Yes, I've said it. It's a both business. I've said it. My only thing is, we should be like Nigerians. They are corrupt too, but they help each other. We we don't help yes. each other. That's my like. That's why they obviously they are, they are we, we are not as rich as them. But when they are rich, they help the other people come up. When they are corrupt, they help others come up. But we wow. when we see are corrupt, we just want like you know a few at the top. And yeah. it's bad to see, but like let's face the reality. Like a lot of governments are corrupt. Can fight, we can say let's fight corruption, let's fight corruption, but guys, that's the reason why sometimes we like, like we say, we go to God and we go on and he said, like, God forgive us, we are not perfect, like, then we'll go again and like, and come back again and ask for forgiveness. <laughs> like, like we, are, we are not perfect. So, yeah. this whole corruption is we can try and fight it as best as we can by, you know, putting using all the big vocabulary and using all the big fancy ways to. You know, fight corruption. But I mean, the best is help us. Yeah, let's help each other. Let's mm-hmm. help well, each other. Yeah. So I guess there's too much greed. Yeah, I guess I'm the only one who thinks. I guess I'm the only one who thinks there might be a utopia somewhere where corruption wow. might be minimized. <laughs> I, 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 it's not that I'm hopeful, but I think that when we, the problem with this thing, is that when we open the floodgates like that there's a chance for a lot of inequalities because we are humans so the fact that we should leave a big ball rolling and somebody would be corrupt but essentially will help people will still be unequal to some extent i and i get where you guys are coming from the fact is it, it will be very difficult because as i said you would get there and when you try to change the system everything is against you and you stand a chance yeah. of being taken out because somebody wants to come and even do more than <laughs> what they expect <laughs> him to do so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but i think that honestly to try and keep this thing we should use people as scapegoats mm. yeah okay. we should set examples strong examples with people like I feel like people don't have shame. That's the thing. But <laughs> you cannot shame the shameless. You can't. No. Yes. There's no shame. A stubborn, a stubborn child. You will kill a child. Look, you will kill a child. You will kill a child in front of their, in front of their friends, in front of their this one. Look at even people who to their parents, they smoke weed and their parents catch them and do so many times. They will still do it. So yeah. me I'm telling you, humans are not perfect to homo. Oh, let's forget. I know, I know. And that's what I'm saying. We will not, we will not, we will, I mean, um, the, the assumed greatest democracy in the world, the US, have had their issues of even presidents doing corrupt acts. But mm. the difference with them and us is, let me give you an example. I don't know whether it was Nixon or Reagan. One of them was impeached because they had some scandal i think it's a very watergate or something he was made to resign like it's not that you not do it too, you do it but if we find out that these are the um 
things that are being alleged that you did and we do our investigations and you are guilty the punishment has to go on so people will do it because they are humans as you said you are corrupt mm-hmm. you are greedy but the fact is when you do it you shouldn't be able to get away with it because then you tend to affect a lot more people who initially didn't even have their minds on doing stuff like this and that's that's me my problem over here people will try to i mean that's how humans are as you said some people they've beaten them they are smoking weed still they've they've not changed nothing has changed because they really don't want to stop and there are people like that who will still be corrupt right but if they are caught an example should be made out of them we shouldn't dilly dally all over the place and make it look like they got away because that's what's happening that a lot of people are getting away with the things that they are supposed to be punished with so i can sit down and realize hmm this is the uh, uh, how do you call it the plan to get myself the power stick with the people who are in power try to get both sides with money and when i get into trouble they are trying they'll try and play me out of it and that's like a blueprint that if you study, everybody is following. Because even look at this UN guy. If you look at the blueprint, it's the same blueprint that he used. It's just that he was fished out early. Yeah. Because he kept aligning himself with all these big personalities and political people. And I know what he now did. He's being interviewed on radio. I mean, like that's another joke. shit thing, like, honestly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'm shocked. Instead of trying to call him out, I mean, they cannot punish him legally unless one of the people decides they want to take him to court, which is really not necessary. But you could call him out that what he did wasn't right. So people will listen to this, and out of 10 people, two people would actually study this and say, okay, this is the blueprint I want to follow. And then we'll have these kinds of people. But then, yeah, Charlie, I don't think that utopia is going to happen anytime soon. (laughs) But we can work work towards it because... (laughs) Me personally, Charlie... It won't happen in heaven, okay? (laughs) 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 No, but you see, that's the thing. Me personally, I've, I've been privy to see government people in action in terms of looting like taking money <laughs> and it's you see sometimes it's scary it's so scary like you bring someone from abroad or you hire a company from abroad and plan with them and you are paying truck drivers or people who drive um, um how do you call it construction cars two thousand euros that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense but somebody who is is having more qualification and has more experience is being paid like 500 euros because that 2000 euros you possibly take a thousand out of it as kickback a thousand euros is like six thousand cities so if you have 20 truck drivers giving you six thousand cities that's like 120 000 that's a lot of money to some extent and these things are on huge skills and down percentages and then they'll come and do some road for you and drum it in your ears that this is what they've done for this one meanwhile they give you one and they've taken like nine out of the, the one sometimes it's scary maybe it's because of personal experience that's why i'm i'm, I'm coming off like this here because 
I've, I've seen how looting has been done and how much money people are picking for themselves. And it's mm-hmm. scary. You get it? Maybe, I don't know, if I get into that position, which obviously I don't think I will. But if I do, probably I'll do more than that because... <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's open. But you see, that's the thing. I shouldn't be able, even though I want to get there and do that, the system shouldn't be able to allow me to do that. Because yeah. I know if I get away with it, fine. But if for some reason I'm caught, I'm definitely going to face the music. And, and then and there's that, also lack of a working system. Yeah. 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 We finesse our way through this whole thing called Ghana <laughs> Chale. But hey. Yeah. Corruption, Charlie, it's a whole thing. If we don't talk about it today, <laughs> so let's just jump into the main topic of the day, which is actually the reason why I have cares over here. So, Charlie, me, I don't know what to say about this. It's actually very wild yeah. to me. So, I think some few weeks ago, um, it, ha- it started on social media, and um, so yeah. it's a link about a pastor called Sylvester Ofori who killed his wife aged 27 in front of a workplace and um, before this news broke out there was a video online about um, the girl's brother who came to the house to take some documents because apparently the guy was abusive to the girl and it was a whole graphic thing and then the guy threatened to kill the woman and all of that he said he should call the police the girl didn't and then we woke up and the wild thing is that's the first video you check on the timeline and then the next uh, like news in the thread is that a girl has been shot that yeah been for shot. me charlie <laughs> i don't know but <sighs> that's all i can say so i'll just leave for you guys to go on on it because charlie is still blowing my mind honestly like how it was literally there like the warning signs were there that you they saw it like this guy is pretty mad. I mean, it's it's very complicated when you want to take it from the side of the uh, one who was being abused. It's very complicated. You could you, you cannot say she should have left. It's a complicated issue. But the fact that the guy actually threatened and like and she still said it's I, okay. I, I feel so bad for his brother right now because I'm, yeah. I'm yeah I have sisters. I'm the only guy I have I have sisters, so I know how it feels. Like I literally could have ended this. If I had reported to the police, yeah. and now you've killed like my sister, and it doesn't make sense to me, honestly. So this is a Ghanaian couple in the states. Um, from what I'm, I read, I think the guy doesn't have his papers. He's not. He doesn't have his papers to be legally in the states. So that was right. <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was one of the reasons the girl didn't want them to report him because then he'll get deported. Deported. Yes, um, which I find crazy. And but this is normal. Women stay in relationships when you're getting abused and whatever for so many different reasons. For one, she's a first lady or whatever, pastor's wife. So that's yeah, she just considered the church. Yes, just consider that um, status, you know, all of that, how it's going to look on the man and everything. Just consider her family, because we know that um, family is also important in these things. They always would somehow want to protect their image and 
the people involved and stuff like that then you have to consider him too she's the one that lives with him so she knows how he is he's probably i mean for him to shoot her then yeah he's crazy <laughs> yeah. you know so she thinks that okay i know the best way to handle the situation just take it one day at a time and that's that's why a lot of people in abusive relation relationships do they just kind of okay i know i know what triggers him the most so i won't step on his toes i would do I would try and help him in this way and this way and this way. And that's how sometimes you don't try to involve the brother and their family. So like her brother being involved in this case, it's like, okay, um, um, I don't know, maybe he, he, he may have worsened the situation because maybe she knows how to control it best and stuff like that, you know? And that's why we hear her saying that, you know, don't, don't, don't call the cops. It's fine. We'll sort it out. That kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's rather unfortunate that he went and killed her again. He's very mad. I, mm-hmm. I just, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But then it's, it's, it's culture. It's our culture. You can't just, mm-hmm. a man is abusing you. Just stay in. There's this thing about, you know, our culture um, glorifies suffering, suffering in relationships, women suffering. So yeah, it's rather unfortunate, yeah. but. Maya, do you think I do? Do you do you think if you were in your brother's in his brother's shoes, you would have still called the police regardless? I think I would have, but you see, it's difficult. I I think I would have, but at the same time, you have to consider the victim. If the victim is not for it, the best you can do is you and the victim talk because you don't know the sort of attachment the victim has to the abuser because i've seen in other situations that you go and call the police and then the victim be like no 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 <laughs> nothing's yeah. going on i don't know yeah. what's going on with my brother so it's it's really dicey it's like until you are in that situation and until you observe certain things you can't like you can't comment on how the brother acted because i can only imagine how the brother is feeling right now but at the same time he acted i'm sure he acted in what he thought was the best interest of his sister at that point in time that's the whole thing yeah. so we can all say oh, we would have called the police we would have done this we would have done that but only the brother knows what was going on at that point in time like we don't know you know how Ghanaian families ask cases like we don't know what was going on behind the scenes and from what i'm reading the girl actually did was taking divorce proceedings against the man so what mm-hmm. if he was in the divorce proceedings like all this would come up and be easy for him to let go Giga, I'm saying because obviously mm-hmm. the divorce is coming up and then they will no longer be together. So maybe the brother says, Oh, you know what? He's abusive. Let's my my sister doesn't want any mess, blah blah blah. Let's just leave it to like the courts to just grant them a divorce and she's done with. My thing is these pastors in quotes. Because when I was reading the stories, apparently on his social media, on his Facebook and on his Instagram, he kept on posting cryptic messages of yeah. Um, yeah. A snake doesn't blah blah this or some or if somebody hates you and if you are if he, so this is Facebook he's definitely friends with all his other pastor friends on Facebook like you yeah if him is the work of the devil the first thing they should have because even me if like if I see my friend posting something like this I'm not going to let it go like how either comments under the post or DM you like what's email. going on yeah. yeah what's going on true talk about it but as per usual. Ghanaians don't care about all these like not yeah. mental health problems, but they don't care about all these things. Obviously, somebody's posting away and what happens happens. And that's my thing. So for me, I'm very, very hurt for the girl's family. But at the same time, this is very important because it really opens our eyes to how what's the name? 
religion and family and just everything can influence like um, domestic violence or abuse abusive homes and how we can like how we should take um steps to kind of avoid these situations yeah it's actually very sad like i the, the the day i saw the message is i mean for me i have i have sisters so it's it's like you don't want to indulge because i have two sisters who are married and i know how it's like you, you don't want to indulge in their from their marital issues yeah because you need to give them that room to respect but then also you realize this is what this guy is doing to my blood and that's 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 what's like it's primary like this is what she's doing to he's doing to my blood and downplayed the kind of abuse because I think that I think that they didn't because that video they had come to take certain documents. So I'm sure probably Yeah, but that was at that. But that was at that point. That's what I'm saying. What if throughout the whole like this is just speculation, but what if throughout the whole relationship, like they had she had downplayed or oh, maybe my husband mm-hmm. did when he's hung, sorry, when he's angry or something like that. Oh, and okay. I feel like got mm. to that stage, then he stepped in. So I'm sure he didn't even know or oh, maybe he was that man. Like he could have taken that and, step because yeah. me, like okay. I don't even. Yeah, like, I get what you are saying. I get what you are saying. But the thing is, you see, Charlie, human beings too. Me, I don't blame people who are in like abusive relationships because even in my experience, it's only once, once that I've seen a lady walk away from an engagement to a man because the man threatened to slap her. And listen, mm. it's. It's for me. It was shocking to me because I was like, "Hey, but relax." He just threatened, like he's not anything. She's <laughs> like, no, like, so far as you've done it, that means you have the potential. And she's and she walked mm-hmm. away. But that's a different. That's a different situation. Not everybody. Not a lot of people would say because you did this, I'm not giving you that chance again. I'm done. Like a lot of people would console themselves in the fact that okay, I was actually with ladies. Oh, I was the one that actually provoked him to do that. So next time I'm not going to provoke him. So there's a fine line. Like you can't really tell. Also, maybe I don't think think there's a fine line. I was listening to um another podcast like this week, and and they were like, if um if a man makes you flinch. Like either he raised his voice against you or certain threats he made against you. If it makes you flinch in the slightest, run away because you don't know where it's going next. Like there's a difference difference between an argument and as a he's like like there's something somebody can say that makes you be like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Let's take a step back. Yeah, and it's perfectly understandable. It's perfectly understandable. A disagreement and Okay, this is this is this is going somewhere I don't like. You don't have the strength to leave. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, your last statement, and that's why it it's I I was putting in the fine line because certain times there is a lot of factors that plays into getting up and leaving a relationship that you've built for some time, especially Mm -hmm. as a woman. (laughs) You get it because me, I see that all the time. For people like me, me like this, I'm very nonchalant about a lot of things. So 
Charlie, the next minute you are messing up, I'm like, Charlie, I need my peace of mind. You are done, Dap, I'm done, I'm gone. <laughs> like, it's that easy for me. But for certain people, it's things that they've built, things that they've gone through, the fear of coming to start all over again. And that's like, and, and, and that's like one of the most fearful things for them to try and consider this red flag and make it a white flag. Like, oh, maybe I was the one that provoked him so that's how he got mad so he might not do that again and then yeah like everything will be cool i mean i'm sure all of us have the same stance even you don't even need to have a stance on this like yeah this is <laughs> like honestly like you don't need to be you, you don't even need to play the devil advocate on this issue because it's bad like we condemn this like you can't do this like i'm shocked yeah i'm sure his brother is asking himself like what if those questions like those things yeah you would definitely that would definitely happen and sort of like i'm sure i don't know the details of this issue but i'm sure they try to bring it home as church (laughs) as churchy as they are to some extent yeah Yeah, charlie (laughs) made you realize that charlie I mean, God, God, fine. But sometimes you have to think, like... Yeah. That's why I'm surprised that those um, pastors and stuff saying all sorts of things, right? Yeah. Can't you guys think what's going on? And these are the same people who have all these um, congregants and followers and whatever they're called who would side with them, whatever they say, no matter what. And yeah, my pastor yeah. is doing it. Why shouldn't I do it as well, you know? Well, and it's just going to just keep going on and on and on and on. It's crazy. But if even if it was the work of the devil, you condemn the act. Don't you condemn it when people like steal or something? Like I can yeah. get like I don't want to be like we are like we are trying to put down religious like you know people. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people mm-hmm. attribute like negative stuff to the work of the devil. But the fact that they are yeah. saying that that is the problem, like they are condemning the devil and not condemning the man, that's my issue. Like condemn the act yeah. as well. Yes, it's the work of the devil, but the devil was able to use the pastor. So you condemn the pastor as well. <laughs> that's my thing. Yeah. No, it's true. Like you can't just be in the work of the devil. That's how religious like was in people go and then they blame everything on their village witches. And you know the devil. Meanwhile, you have to hold yourself accountable to certain things that you are doing. Yeah. For me, Charlie, if you know <laughs> some of these things, just don't talk about them. Like, don't show your ignorance. Like, exactly. you, like read the room. Like, Charlie, exactly. if my person messed up, and I'm supposed to talk to him, I, I won't even come on social media to talk to him. Honestly, like, I'll talk to him <laughs> personally and let him know he messed up. Like. Because what this thing that yeah. he did, I'm sure he's either going to get a death, either life, or he'll be on the um, the death row or something. Because he'll be de- he has to be deported. Oh. Well, well, that's what I'm praying for. I hope that we yeah. really show him in the Instagram prison next time. Yes, bring <laughs> him to Instagram. Don't take him to some fancy um, <laughs> prison in in America. Bring him here. Ah, because Shelley, how we we want him like. <laughs> How <laughs> we want him, <laughs> you know? and I can tell the brother was, and like he, like looking at the video, he, you can tell like he's very protective of his sister, because he yeah. kept stressing, call the sister. police, 
call yeah. the police. You cannot take this threat easy. And you see, and I'm sure that's what will be resounding to him. That's what that's what will even make the whole thing hurt them more. Yeah. It looks like it's coming. And there was yeah. something that we could have done. Done, exactly. And yeah. Going back on what Maya said about Facebook posts, like when people are doing these things and you are their friends, it's you need to check up on them and ask because we've seen things happen and then we go back to yeah. their trails and then we were even with this and realized the person was actually talking about doing something like that mm-hmm. and the person did so if yeah. you saw these messages as you said you are their pastor friends why didn't you call him out and ask him joe and then of course like yeah what's going on yeah what's going on exactly and then you, you, we could have even nipped this thing in the bud if they saw it early. One thing I'm thinking as well is um, for it to get to the family, then it was a serious issue because in marriages, in relationships, people sort things out with themselves. They only involve the family when yeah. it gets out of hand. So imagine what she has had to endure quietly and, you know, on her own. For God knows how long, and oh, then now it's gotten cool. to this point, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means then, and of course, it's obvious that it had gotten to a bad point. He went up, he went to shoot her seven times. Yeah. So you know, it had it escalated to that yeah, point. Yeah, but seven is serious. So that's a yes. lot of anger. He's empty yes. the clip. I think a clip is like eight, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a I lot think of anger. Six, and yeah. So he purposely kept a clip for the lady. This is. Yeah, this is actually, premeditated like there's yes. no two ways about this and met her and shot yeah. her hey Charlie. and he knows when she goes yeah. into work when like he knows her routine work, yeah, because they hadn't she... they hadn't opened yet but he yeah. knew that he would yeah. get her out from her car at this point in time before going in, inside and everything at he really found it point. yeah condolences to their family wherever they are yes. Charlie, this is very heartbreaking we just ask for strength do you see the video of the man doing the skirmishes the pastors do every year he was doing this no. oh, did you see that video i think zimba and you know the usual December. no i think i think that was way before <laughs> yeah. yeah you know those things that everything you... happened pray <laughs> December, November. He came in. November, You are taking your steps. You are going, and the life is not coming to you. So Say more, to you can brother. be a pastor, you know. <laughs> I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it! God damn it! You know, I find that too, like, I went to this church here, and the whole thing was funny for me because this pastor was preaching, and he kept having, I would call it intermittent laughs. Like he was seeing something where he seen. And it was funny for me. Like, I was like, what's going on over here? A friend invited me. I was like, what's wrong with your pastor? Is he okay? Because he was be like, you know, sometimes 
you young people, you think that the world is just physical. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 what the hell is going on? Oh like the world God. is spiritual. You are standing there. There's some some devil standing by you right now. Oh you can't see it. <laughs> and you are playing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Joe. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on over <laughs> And people were rapping, oh, like people God. were, you know, shouting and all of that. I mean, yeah, those oh. things are just antics for me. And that's yeah, me too. And that's that's what a lot of people like. Yeah, that's yeah, what a lot of yeah, people like, yeah, yeah. and that's why a lot of pastors are doing it. Yeah, yeah, for real or for fake, but yeah. they are doing it. You know the part that I hate when you somebody has to talk to you because the pastor said the person has to talk to you. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, this man. <laughs> Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Say <laughs> them to your brother. And the instrumentalists are the annoying piece of shit around. So that's why they go for practice during yeah. the week. I am, I am, I am blessed with fever. I am the resurrection. I am the life of your brother. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> people, man. but Charlie oh. it's, it's funny but yeah honestly Charlie mm. that's where some people to get their peace of mind sometimes I don't know yeah. a lot of people who like going to church because Charlie sometimes psychologically and things are stressful somebody is stressful it's on Sunday that the person goes to release his stress yeah the person gets to release his stress I mean, it's all comic to me <laughs> but pastors, if you are listening to this, call out your people. Stop blaming the devil. Sitting in hell waiting yeah. for his people to come. You people are always Charlie, you people are always calling. I don't know where you've seen that Satan account. <laughs> where no. there's a Satan account on Twitter. Hey, yes, I have. Yes. And and people like he will, he will purposely look for like his name on something. Somebody will say, Oh, it was the devil. And then he will reply like Hey, bro, come on, man. <laughs> I haven't done anything to you. Why, why, why are you calling me out for this? I didn't do this. But come on, these things are being meditated. Seven times shooting a woman. Yeah. Bro, you can never say this to the devil, honestly. You can never say that. But Charlie, we as a network and a podcast condemn these actions. Like, it's yes. no way right. It doesn't yeah, make definitely. sense. Any form of violence abuse. Yeah, any any form of violence abuse should be punishable. And and seek help from the appropriate people. Don't come and seek help from me. I'm not a professional. Please, just talk to me about it. The best, (laughs) yeah, the best. You see, sometimes that's the mistake. We confine too much in unprofessionals, and they sort of give. Sometimes they give the advice, but sometimes it's not really Mm. that good for us to go on. Seek help if you can. If you if you come to me, I think it's also responsibility on me to get you to a professional. So Charlie, if you are going through any domestic help, abuse anything, just seek help yeah. from the professional. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. And get out if you can. Yeah. Get a friend to help you get out because Charlie, these things. Mm-hmm. I think I think now there's even like what's the name? A 
phone like a number you can hotline. call to like oh, um, your yeah, hotline and they oh, even wow. have it in different languages yeah they have an english oh, and quite a few of the ghanian languages oh, okay. Okay. I, I think i'll send you i'll send you the whatever it is yeah is it advertised on our tv and radio like local tv and radio so that so that i don't know i've only seen it on social Online. media mm, i'm okay. on social media put, yeah there's link. also another lady on instagram thrive g yeah we can put that she's actually really good the psychologist yeah yeah we might have to put the links to these things in the description below when we post yeah, so for that people i mean yeah for that. people who need that's but you know there's these resources right but it's not available to the general public like if i don't use social media i wouldn't know about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and that's you why i was asking yes, if that's true. Um, it's mm-hmm. on the local because we know a lot of people listen to radio watch tv you're always watching kung kung bagging and whatever they are not serious they are not serious people they are not serious people. <laughs> no they but so if stupid. it was advertised maybe oh. one person would pick it up you know yeah i think i think i think if it was advertised and the importance of it was like made known mm-hmm. then i think people would because for people the local person or the average Ghanaian would not even know what a clinical psychologist is apart from the fact that if you are mad then you go to that's all they know mm-hmm. yeah yes. that's all they know so i feel like that's that form of education should be like done on the on the local face yeah. and all those things oh, instead of people, to they, are UN. Oh, they are not serious people are no, but the local people they just go back to the elderly women in the um in, in their families who will tell them oh don't worry just sit by him or oh, just obey him just cook for yeah. him everything will be fine and and it doesn't help them just go in and keep enduring <laughs> until they die oh. hmm. As for the local stations there, they are always putting out shit content. I'm calling them on. They, they, are, they are not serious. One, 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 one. Did you? From all these radio stations and all of that. I mean, they have some content that are good politically. That's the only thing they can do good. Socially, they don't have anything. That, yeah. like, it's like most of the things they are trying to drive unnecessary traffic. A people who went to but, somebody. But, and so what? No, but you know the funny, you know the thing, Como, I think we spoke about this, that we spoke about this sometime, like, a lot of Ghanaians actually like drama and unnecessary things, like, that's what is going to sell, that's what would attract sponsors, like, unfortunately, that's the Ghanaian way, the Ghanaian way, we like (laughs) drama, and there's no way Joy FM is going to sit down and speak about drama, but they have, like, good content and they have sponsors but if you're a local station you know what sells you know that two people come to insult each other it will sell sponsors would want to back you because of that yeah so i won't say that they don't have good content but i think they have an all right content that they are um, catered to to their specific audience they are they are catering to their audience yeah whatever sells yeah it's the same way some people yeah, so they say some people who prefer Go TV as against DSTV because Go TV is yeah. one what they can afford to. They feel like it's more down to earth for them to read. 
they liked the content that Go TV is bringing out. Whereas, as I would say, Go TV is really not my cup of tea. I want DSTV to yeah. watch this or watch that. Yeah. So I get it, but that's the thing about that. Is, we really, really like to I get you. I get you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, really do. we just hope at some point they'll figure out that the media actually shows, actually fine tunes the preferences of the listener. Or, or the person who is watching but yeah so then yeah. kudos to them if they are making their money so let's move on to <laughs> the tweet of the week and the tweet of the week actually an interesting one from um king jane underscore king jane and um it's a picture but then the caption for the picture is my own money you know my own money that i did not ask for for two full months my own money that i work for <laughs> this from someone i considered a friend and it's a it's a picture of um a screenshot of a whatsapp message i think the reply from a friend saying and this is the reply you behave as if you are the only person in need of money me that i have to get <laughs> paid mm. me that i have to get paid to what will i say so let me just break this down for our listeners and you guys. So I think she's posting this because I think this is the only caption that she posted. But I'm sure in the messages, she tried to ask her money from her <laughs> friend after okay. two full months. Yeah, and this was the reply. Yeah, this was the reply. <laughs> the person huh. straight question, Kes, have you been owed by anyone? Have you had this yes. kind of experience before? Um, <laughs> not this extreme. If they won't tell me <laughs> this, okay. But um, yes, they just kind of. It's almost like I'm begging you. Oh, so so like when? Oh, well, I haven't paid yet. Like you know, mm-hmm. so like you when I get paid, okay. and like you know that kind of thing. It's just, but it's you know it's like it's still your money. So I understand that you haven't been paid, but at least yeah. you should come to me and tell me that you know what. Oh. There's a delay and stuff like that, but not I have to change to you, and then you tell me that all oh, the situation or that. But then, thankfully, I haven't had that kind of um, yeah. response. Yeah. <laughs> you have you had that experience? No, but and I think the only reason why I haven't had it is because I go by the saying, "Don't give money you can't afford to give out in okay. the first place." Okay. So someone has asked me for money, and if I can let the money go and like not be bothered if it doesn't come back come then back. i would give it out so i have friends who have told me but i've never even asked them like oh where's my money like for me it's gone because like i could have afforded at that point in time to give it away and i think that's one thing people should do like if you know you can't afford to give it away because money always messes friendships up or messes okay. relationships up so it's either you don't it's either you don't give the person the money or you give the person the money knowing that there is a risk of you not getting your money back okay. especially mm-hmm. if the person brought the money in the first place like there are some scenarios where it's like oh if we are just going to um eat and if it's like oh, i don't have money on me like pay for me i'll pay you back like more the person is more likely to pay you not because they didn't have money but they just didn't have money on them yeah. but if someone's asking you for money because they're in a tight position how are you sure that the person is not going to be out of a tight position in a month's time oh, in okay. two months time okay. so that's the risk you stand up giving money 
to some yeah, you stand to so me first. I'll not give you money. If I can afford it, I'm not giving it to you. So this tweet you ask me and I'll tell you that they didn't give me money. True. So this tweet had like 99% of people expressing the same thing about giving money to people. Me personally, yeah. I'm giving money out. But my thing is when I'm giving you the money, I I make you aware. So when I have money that I can give out and I feel like you need money, I, I would definitely give you the money. But before I yeah. give you money, I'll let you be aware of how money is one of those things that destroys relationship one and two, yeah. when you want to pay me. I'll tell you to take your time. So when you tell me, well, I'll give it to you tomorrow, I'll say, no, relax. When are you actually going to take give your me time, money? Yeah. Like, take yeah. your time. If you tell me in a month's time, depending on my budget and other things, I might say, okay, cool. A month's time. The month is going to come anyway. If it's if it's more mm-hmm. than a month, I might say no, it's too much, so I can't give it to you. But mm-hmm. if you say a month, and I'll, I'll I'll just ask you whether you are sure I'll get it in a month. Like okay, cool. I'll tell you I'll give you a month mm-hmm. or two days. If you don't, I'll either come come with people, come and confiscate something valuable and take it away. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I've taken all my money. Your own personal your, your belief. Yeah, and this is a hack for Accra people. It's either if you are giving money away, take a collateral from the person as an assurance. Mm. If you know you cannot do it at that minute, make the person aware of the consequences they stand to face if they if. don't pay you your money. I'm not coming to beat you. Yeah. No, no, I'm not coming to beat you. But I might come but... <laughs> to your end and take your flash screen or take your PlayStation or take your something, something valuable. And I'll give you some time to come and pick it up, bring mm. the money. If you don't, yeah. sell it off and recoup my money. That's what, that's mm-hmm. what I do. <laughs> and it's, it's worked for me. <laughs> but why is it that those who owe are the ones who have that attitude that's audacity like who do you isn't this a time to be like very humble and very like you know modest about everything i think it's a behavioral thing. i think maybe playing the devil's playing the devil's advocate i feel like maybe you might have come to them at the wrong time or things are so hard for them and mm-hmm. you are adding to their stress because sometimes when people come like the problem is you always see these messages like vertex like somebody saying like hey look at the way the person behaves there was always vertex that they show you and one thing i've realized about text is if i don't hear your voice i can read it in a totally different way maybe care to send me yeah. like oh maya please can i have like my money she didn't even start to say oh she just like oh maya can i have my money but in my head i'm really just like just saying maya can i have my money now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah and that kind of energy so it's like because you don't hear these things back calls you always see it vertex and you don't know what's yeah. going on on that person's side of things so it's like already i have so much trouble in my mind i have so many things in my mind then guess it's come to give me this attitude that's exactly what she's going to say guess it's going to guess give me this attitude me too i'll also give her some like i feel like that's the only explanation because there's no way you can you owe someone money and then if it's some asking for the money then Marita, that's you the are thing. the one <laughs> that's the thing like this attitude you are trying to give is what Kess is talking about the the audacity like hmm. why won't you try and yeah but that's and, what I'm and, saying. and that's if another problem it, i have with people who owe no, it's communication they don't way. communicate things with you <laughs> like you either have to call the person for 
so many times before they would send you a text that oh tomorrow like they don't really want to tell you oh charlie the man i can't get it for you tomorrow that kind of thing it's always that's why you don't lend money don't be a nice person you people okay they will, they will stab you in the back <laughs> and you say it's too good don't borrow don't give them don't lend anybody money please that's my thing like we can't afford to let it go like don't lend it because like it will really like it will really for relationships like please don't just say i'm sorry like it's, it's sad though but so by the way if you're listening that's the thing i try not to borrow money from people because i know how people behave and i was like i'm like what if i end up being like them so i try as much as possible not to all people yeah. but some people it's like their whole life is just about borrowing and owing people it's like if you can't what do you need the money for if you can't afford it why do you need to okay so you don't want to talk in have some that's expense we are you're actually discussion in terms of small money to some extent quote unquote not big money that's a different yeah but still but this even like, if it's hundreds hey, in Ghana, this, every money no in Ghana, yes every even money if it's hundreds every money from <laughs> this is big yeah, from 10 yes. to 100. 10 to this is big money. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you a quick, quick question. Yes, what money would you borrow to someone and not ask back? What amount of money would you give to someone and not and never bother to ask back? What's your question? As I said, it's, it's just, at this point, I'm still in time. Because I'm not working. 10 to this is my money. But if God decides to bless me with a job where they are paying me 10,000 a month, I can give you 500 to this and I'll not come back. Okay. But yes, right now, it's also, it, my threshold is how much you make. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Okay. So for me, yeah. I think it's twenty. Honestly, if I give you something below twenty, <laughs> I'm not going to ask Fine. back. Honestly, yeah. because the it's way, okay. the, yeah, because the way <laughs> the way I take my money back, I might apply the same thing for twenty. Cities. That would be like overreaching. So. <laughs> so, so you borrowed my twenty. Cities. Give me your car. Yeah, like. Charlie, no need. <laughs> like a threshold for me, but honestly, yeah, I think that people who borrow have a behave. It's, it's a behavior thing. There are people who yeah, are chronic, yeah. like they they are chronic borrowers. They are pretty yes. much borrowing from you to pay somebody they owe. Yes. Yeah, and I've had such experiences before. They are paying. They are borrowing money from you to pay somebody they owe. So probably if your money is not coming, they've pretty much exhausted their borrowing list, and they don't know who <laughs> who to go to again. Even even on Twitter, like there's been people who yeah. have been old for two years and have not. And me blows my mind because me they are. And that's why people need to come and name and shame. No name yes. and shame so that we also will not go in. Like I'm one of those people that's like anybody who does your name them and shame them so that. Other people can avoid the situation that but you know. The one thing, if you name and shame, the money is pretty much gone because no, no. that's one thing. <laughs> you're so I, yeah, but still, you're protecting somebody else. Okay, so yeah. this, uh, they could go borrow from somebody else too. Yeah. And you see, the thing also is borrowing to live to some standards that you can't afford because everyone oh, is doing it, so I want to do it too. So I'm going to borrow so that I can also do this and be cool. That's a problem. <laughs> don't let social media pressure kill you. Yes. Don't let it yes. kill you. <laughs> yes. 
I was having a conversation with somebody <laughs> about this social media thing and thinking about it, I think that for us millennials and early gen late gen Z's, no early gen Z's, yeah. I think that social media was a way of connecting with people who would rather not see in a long time. So yeah. for us millennials is or for the older the boomers is connecting with somebody they went to school in in 1999 or searching for somebody in primary school one or two it was that kind of connecting but for these kids it's not about connecting because they are already connected you know where i'm coming from they are already connected yeah from their um whatever realization stage from 12 or 13 or whatever they Mm -hmm. already have a gotcha So they are already connected. Yeah. They have Google Classrooms. They are already yeah. connected. They are chatting over there. So there, there isn't so like the premise of looking for like social media is different. So you have somebody like that using like falling to social media standards because that's what they grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. As our experiences are are very different. So this social media thing, sometimes you say, Oh, don't follow social media. But Charlie. It's, it's not black and white like that like yeah. it's really not black and white like that for us some people will fall but for us we had different experiences growing up so yeah yeah we there's at least susceptibility for us to fall for those things as to like the kids where they grew up and everything yeah. but i mean i'm i'm going on a tangent let's just come straight back <laughs> The main thing is really live within Being your own leave yeah i was going to yes. ask what yes. to do Tell our listeners what they need to do to, um, I mean, stay away from borrowing money. That's if it's think, not critical, because oh, I mean, at some point, yeah. everybody will need yeah. somebody's help. If it's an emergency, we understand. Like, I mean, a legit emergency where you know you pay back, maybe like, well, then again, how do you know that you pay back? Because <laughs> if you don't have the money now, so how do you know that you have yeah. any yeah. I think you, sh- you should be fair exactly. the person borrowing. Now, you, yeah. I don't get money, pay you back now. I don't want some money, go do this. Can I get it? Yeah. Like, be fair with the yes. person, honestly. What yeah. do you and have? I think the timelines too. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, yeah. tomorrow. You know you can't pay tomorrow. If you know it's going tomorrow. to be three months, and I can part with the money yeah. for three months. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, sure. True. Why not? True. Yeah. True. Maya, yeah. what's your... And I think like people should stop unnecessary spending. I feel like ever since like Mm -hmm. lockdown and even after COVID, it's almost like people want to spend their lives. I don't know if you guys have realized everybody's ordering food. After COVID, COVID is not gone. No, when I'm in Ghana, it's after COVID. (laughs) Yes. But what I'm saying is like after after lockdown, like and during lockdown, a lot of people were spending money. Like yeah, even during lockdown, people were buying food. Like, if, if we had a lot of business, food businesses were popping up online because people mm-hmm. were starting to buy a lot of food. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. it's like a lot of restaurants, a lot of like nice out places are are popping up. People are going, like people are spending. Yeah, okay. so, yes, so for me, don't do unnecessary. People are buying clothes. People are buying. It's as it's as if the world is not coming to end. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can go ahead and live your life. People are really spending like in this year so what i'll say is that avoid unnecessary spending try and budget like in ghana a lot of people don't budget so if you really yeah, really try and budget you it will really help like you and then also do that whole 50 20 30 rule. i can't remember like mm. save save like even, even if it's 10 days, yeah, yeah save this amount 
put this amount to what's in to your bills and your bills can include buying credit electricity water if you send your clothes to the laundry that includes your bill and it may be 20 yeah. or 30 percent for like things that you would make you feel better during the month if you can do that with as little as 50 cds it's just you need to always be sure about like you need to always be true to yourself so i would advise people please budget like budgeting really works it really really works maybe at the end of the day you spend all your money but the fact that you budgeted would it means that you are spending those things you really really need okay so yeah. my, so my advice budget my i say stay in your lane okay so yeah. i'm going to cap this off <laughs> i'm going to cap the episode off by saying if you know you can't <laughs> afford it you know really be by force you understand so charlie that'd be how life day and and yeah. if you can't afford there's always something like greed thank you greed no deal <laughs> <laughs> if you authentic Synthetic.
Oh, you don't oh my gosh, I miss <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's been a while. We are trying to work out other things. So hopefully you hear from us soon. Okay, so yes. uh, you are fun. <laughs> I know some of them are hitting me up in my DMs. Asking me. Oh. Hey, come on, your DMs are buzzing. I see you. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man is on edge. Man is on edge. You know that. <laughs> yeah, to the two of our fans. All the listeners, we'll um, I'll be back to all yeah. the other shows. Actually, to our listeners, Charlie's been mad. I saw this guy, um, start, somebody asked for the best uh, one of the podcasts around, and everybody was saying Cecilia Accra. Some were mentioning to you, some were mentioning like a lot of other ports from yeah. the, the, the mother. Yeah. As far as our 20 listeners, nobody mentioned that, so, but hey. <laughs> still, <laughs> Charlie, we thank you guys for listening, for sharing, for <laughs> It's because of you guys we do this, and we'll continue to do this. So, yeah. All too soon. All too soon. I sound like a jeep. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're at the end of the episode. We'll meet. On another episode, it's been good. Okay. Rida, yes. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Coming on to bye. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Report production. So amazing. It sounds so amazing. Bring it back, like. I got the mighty embassy ensemble in here. I got my man Optics in here.